0: Hello, welcome back to Dress to Kill. This episode is a watch through of Die Another Day from 2002. I have to admit this episode was a little rough because we really struggled with this movie. But stick around till the end and you can hear our full thoughts and how we've grown as a society, which I think is actually really an incredible thing to applaud. As usual, please go to our Instagram at dressedtokillpod to see pictures of the outfits we talk about here today and all other fun behind-the-scenes stuff and Bond fashion. And DM us, comment, leave us your feedback anytime. We love to hear from you. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. So this movie took place in 2002, and the costume designer, which you probably know loads about, I actually found her name this time—Lindy <laughs> <laughs> Hemming, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's her. Do you know anything about her? She is there
1: anything um, notable? A bit. Let me pull up her IMDb right now. Actually, she did Wonder Woman, Dark Knight, Batman Begins. The recent Wonder Woman. Yeah, because it have some wow. um, interesting things about that too coming up later um batman begins casino royale so yeah she's worked on like major action movies oh since tomorrow never dies so she did four so since 1997 till casino royale in 2006 she was the costume designer for all the bond movies wow yeah that's pretty impressive um so that's yes the costume designer uh the movie is directed by lee tamahari I don't know any of his other work, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just silence after that, yeah, okay, two thousand two what was do you remember? Let's see what grade were we in like yeah, like just
0: um, for everyone to hear just this year or just this year, just this week, Elma and I were talking about with a third friend of ours that we all grew up together, we were talking about how terrible fashion was between the year two thousand and the year two thousand and ten, like how but, yeah, generally like, disgusting fashion was. 2003
1: was like peak terrible peak? I think 2006
0: <laughs> was pretty peak terrible as well mm, I just think it okay. just kept hitting different Maybe. it just kept like reaching out to different angles of terrible is kind of how I felt I remember yeah. at that time thinking like why is our clothes not inspiring me when they normally do and it literally wasn't until oh. the years changed that I finally looked back and was like what was popular what I was seeing in
1: stores I didn't like and that's, that's why That's so funny because 2005-2006 was like when I was really starting to get into fashion because that's mm. when I was like okay I want to go to fashion school yeah. I'm into all of that and then so yeah that time I, was into fashion, I, but I didn't
0: like anything in the stores
1: you know I, Yeah I, I know what you're saying but yeah. for me it was a different vibe and earlier mm. it was when I was like this is really bad
0: <laughs> But it's hindsight you know I didn't realize that at exactly. the time at the time yeah, I was yeah. like I like this because it was like the best of the options and in hindsight I'm like yeah I've never really liked that it was the best <laughs> of the options which is fine
1: <laughs> so 2002 actually um, was the year that Halle Berry won best actress oh, for really? Monsters Ball do you remember that she yes. was like the first yeah first black woman to win like best actress leading actress and um, that deserves applause. do you remember that yeah totally do you remember what she wore to the Oscars it was like no. A dark red if you look at the picture, I'm sure you'll be like, oh, that was so famous that dress. Um, okay, I think it was it by Ellie Saab. Yeah, So I know the dress see. Yeah, it's like a dark, dark red s- satin skirt that was really full on the back. Um, and then the top half was like a sheer. it looked like it was almost just like flowers embroidered onto her skin. like it was over a sheer nude piece of like tool. Ooh, ooh, um, okay. and it, it like asymmetrically kind of draped over her boobs and her body yes I remember that had yeah. the talk of the town that dress yeah exactly um so that was 2002 actually and I think that was a great choice it's still classy oh I don't um, like it oh really? <laughs> I sorry. think it looks great on her and I remember sure. it at the time and I
0: remember um, at the time being like why do people like this but I probably just shut my mouth because I was like, is something yeah.
1: wrong with me? I don't like it, but everybody likes it. No, you. it's each his own. Yeah, valid, valid, valid. Valid, valid. Um, but yeah, it's also crazy that this is the same mirror that she won the Oscar and then she filmed Die Another Day.
0: I know. Do you know if this is after, was it Monsters Ball?
1: Yeah, it is after Monsters Ball. Oh,
0: going from that to this. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Okay,
0: so let's get into our feelings about the film. I don't think we can hold it away very much more. Yeah.
1: Well, I told you before we went into this and you were like, let's do the Halle Berry one. I was like, okay, but it's like one of the worst ones. <laughs> yeah. And I was it's like, one we'll of the campiest. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Well, we have to get through all of them. So for me, this one ranks like pretty much at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think it's my least watched Bond movie and I watch Bond movies on rotation like all the time. So this one is literally my least watched but because of that it's also a little bit more fresh like that's I haven't true. seen it as much yeah. um so that was interesting I picked up on a couple things that I didn't before
0: that's how I felt oh my but God. my last time yeah. watching it was like when it came
1: out oh yeah and I can tell you when I my reaction to it when it first came out I was 14 living in Pennsylvania this was the year I was in Pennsylvania really? um yeah so oh, I I a little bit of background i left hawaii left all my friends and went to um, this ballet school in pennsylvania for one year with like two of my ballet buddies and lived there um left my parents and everything just went um anyway so this was the bond movie that was released that year and i remember being so excited by it the Mm -hmm. madonna song was playing on the radio all the time it was huge it was huge and I was like, this is so like techno-y, how are they gonna stick it into the Bonds movies? I yeah. remember thinking it was a weird choice. Mm. Um and then and then I saw the I saw the movie, I was like, What the fuck did I just watch? Like and I, I was like a teenager. Did like, you think that you at know, fourteen?
0: You were like, What is Yes.
1: This, this was, like my peak like this is when I was first starting to feel like film buffy, yeah, in a little bit that pretentious way. I was like, if you haven't seen like these, this, this, this and this, you're not a film buff. Like that mm-hmm. was my so going into it. I, was, I think that was all of our year of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was separated from you guys, so I, I know didn't have as much gauge. It was
0: so sad. We were so stoked when you came yeah. back. <laughs> but that am. was total. That was when all the the everything buffing started. When like judgment of others for not being as cool as you stemming from insecurity started in the world i think it
1: i mean like we were the solidified version high school yeah yeah,
0: being like am i cool enough to because i like these things and you know what actually if you don't like them then you don't know in a normal (laughs) way not in a not even in a terrible way way. in a very
1: normal way yeah it's high school yeah um But yeah, I remember after the first like opening scene, we'll get into it, I guess. But I just didn't like the movie. I was like, this is terrible. Why? Um, But I did like a couple things about it that we'll get to in a bit.
0: Yeah. You know, I think I, I don't remember my experience of watching it because I, I mean, I was not so into Bond that I was like crazy looking forward to it or anything. But I, I remember just being like, yeah, normal okay, sure, whatever, like, yeah. not really caring either way. And that's not yeah. the reaction I had now. <laughs> that is a very different reaction than I've had today. And I'm so proud of the evolution that has created Good. me being me today.
1: <laughs> yeah, as
0: compared to that.
1: So we should also mention this was the 40th anniversary of the James Bond franchise. Really? Like They specifically postponed like putting the movie out in 2002 so that it can align with the 40th anniversary i think that's why there was so much hype around it in my like from what i remember mm. but yeah so it's been 40 years at this point wow and let's also mention just a couple other Please. movies that came out in that year um with also better cg i think is <laughs> <laughs> minority report oh uh, wow lord yeah. of the rings wow Two towers lord of the rings came out yeah. that year yeah. Oh, wow. And what else? I think Spider-Man was number one that year. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. So there, I mean, it was a good year for action movies. And Die Another Day, I think, ranked like 13 in the box offices, which is still pretty high, but... It shouldn't be that yeah. high. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> According to our format, we're meant to mention the intro vibes, Bond's credit vibes. Oh, yeah. Let's start that. I don't. Uh, to me, they're very like skippable. Like they just tried. In my opinion, they just tried to stick a bunch of like silhouetted or like icy or fiery naked dancing lady silhouettes into other things that were going on. It was just really awkward. Yeah.
1: One thing that is different about this one mm-hmm. is they. It's it's. You know how he gets captured in the first in the cold open. Yeah. And so in the opening credits, it's actually like the torture sequences of him blended mm-hmm. with all the visual effects and stuff. So, and that, that really sets it different. The film. Yeah, it does. It so, makes it like, like
0: the, that feeling of being confused by having sexy ladies <laughs> and then also like absolute torture of someone feels like watching the movie to me.
1: Totally. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's exactly well true. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great point. Oh, that geez. is true the song is by Madonna and it's Die Another Day, right? Yep. It's Die Another Day. I think it's one of the worst. (laughs) The lyrics are horrible. Um, it's produced by the same guy that did the, um, what was the Hey Mr. DJ song? You know, like that era of Of Madonna. Madonna. So yeah, yeah, it's that producer that vibes totally.
0: Yeah. It's bad. (laughs) Very bad. Here's the truth. I tried to pick my top five and I struggled to find five looks I oh, liked. my God, me too. Okay, yes. good. And then I also, I have this long list of like too many outfits because just they're all murky in my head. Like none, there's like maybe one I really like and the rest are like, uh, I have to pick from these. So I'm very yeah, unclear. Same. Okay. Um, do you want to go first?
1: <laughs> okay, sure. So because of all of that that you just said and I couldn't find a fifth one, mm-hmm. I went back to, we're going in chronological, right? Oh, so either I went way, back sure. to... Earlier in the in the movie where um, Bond is just wearing a white linen shirt (laughs) in Cuba, and it was like just he looked great, he looked relaxed, it was classy, and um, it's when he's talking to the cigar uh, guy and he's just sitting there smoking a cigar wearing a white linen shirt. I was like, okay, that's my first look. Great,
0: great. I totally understand. I'll say one of my nothing. Nothing more to say. (laughs) Okay, going chronologically. Number one. I do really like Halle Berry's swimsuit look. Her orange, the initial mm, okay. look we see her in. I mean her yeah, coming yeah. out of the water is insane. Nobody comes out of the water remotely like that. <laughs> Not to mention yeah, that, she
1: looks great.
0: It's the first time we see her and it's the first time we hear her and everything. She comes out of the water and James Bond starts talking to her and their interaction there, it's like very like full of puns and uh, like sexual jokes and stuff. But yeah, innuendo, but it's yep. like so too far. Absolutely disgusting.
1: It is so
0: bad. So if, it's not only is it terrible script writing, it's 100 percent offensive to women. And <laughs> and like uh, I uh, the words are flooding my mind. I don't just terrible things. Yeah, Toxic masculinity like, at its height is this film.
1: And hundred percent like eating each other with their eyes like staring at, she's like staring at his dick there's, basically yeah. saying like that's a mouthful there's literally a
0: shot where she's looking at him she slowly looks down toward his dick keeps her eyes at his dick and says la 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 well that's a mouthful and they <laughs> pause on it it takes its time you're like are you fucking kidding when right before that she was like i don't know if i like you and that's her response
1: Yeah. Also, oh, I hate the delivery. This is one of the things I remember when I was 14 seeing this for the first time. I was like, she's such a good actress. Why is she so terrible in this? And she said, he says, Mojito is too strong for you. And she's like, what's the line? She says, I can learn to like it if I had the time. I hate that line delivery. Disgusting. What? (laughs) Disgusting.
0: All of it's disgusting. Even that. Can I... I mean, I was going to w- try to wait till the end, but I can't. My feeling on this whole movie... The reason I say it's... To- I said it's a toxic masculinity fantasy is what my number uh-huh. one description was. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is... I'm sorry, going to be such a negative podcast. But truly, it's out of positivity that we can notice it like that now. Because we've come so far. Like, I felt so mm. happy yesterday after watching it to recognize where I'm at now.
1: Oh, good. yeah, yeah. 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 Totally.
0: But to emphasize the difference between just 2002, not even that long ago. I know. uh, Okay. It it felt like throughout, well, didn't feel like throughout the entire movie. First of all, Bond makes out with or has sex with almost every single woman he runs into. I think the one, the Asian woman who's uh, in the army, in the North Korean army, who's one of the people torturing him, the torture, they don't even have a full scene together. And I would not be surprised if in the deleted scenes they make out, but (laughs) they, they, it's all cut. There's no space of time there. He doesn't kiss her, but he stares at her incessantly and just looks at her face. way overly made up forever. She's, she's very much sexualized, even though she's like in the military and all that.
1: Oh yeah. She did have a nice long stare at him when she left to the room. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and she and M are the only people, women, I believe, oh, maybe not Madonna, who's only in there for, like, a little second, too. Um, no no one's in there for more than five minutes who James Bond doesn't, like, bed immediately, <laughs> which is insane. And,
1: yeah, and I feel like this, I don't know if this is true, So, but it feels like this was, like, the quickest to a sex scene in like any bond movie Could I, I mean except for there's ones where it opens where he's like already in bed with a woman yeah. but like from the time that he meets a character to the time that he sleeps with halle berry yeah. is so fast so fast and i don't know if that i feel like that's that was quickest it's also
0: like awkward and uncomfortable because everything is such yeah. a like very specific person's fantasy that it doesn't feel remotely fan- believable fantasy it's yeah, so it's just fantasy terrible yeah. the other thing I yeah. hate about the fantasy elements and just the way that this, this film runs is it doesn't feel like okay it's if it's just a male fantasy like that's one thing and I can even get behind that for I can have a fun movie that's fully male fantasy sure but this mm-hmm. the reason I say this is a toxic male fantasy like every single female character is obsessed with not wanting well not as much Halle Berry, Berry But all these female characters are really interested in not having sex with him. They're constantly talking about trying to not have sex with him. They don't want to have sex with him. When Halle Berry, even that line you brought up where she's like, I can get used to it. There's always this undertone of like, I don't want you initially. I'm not attracted (laughs) to you. I'm not into you. And there's this literal in the dialogue description of James Bond of the the protagonist male being like, I know you don't want this and I'm going to force you into it until you do. And then the girl literally does it and she loves it. And then she, (laughs) and, and constantly throughout the film, all the women either play his mom or play his uh, damsel who he's have actively fucking. There's no in between. Literally M tells that other girl, uh, tells Miranda Frost at some point. She's like, she basically says, you have to just go and watch him be his mom. And she's like, ugh, I hate that. And then the second she's with him, she has sex with him. And then she's just such a damsel, has no idea. <laughs> like, oh
1: my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like Miranda Frost's character though. <laughs> well, I like, I like listen, her. Out of this like, movie, it's a she, it's an easier thing to like out of all the shit e, in this movie. E, oh yeah, yeah. Between the two Bond girls, exactly. Choose, Between the two, like, yeah if you had to pick yeah i still like um, but i jinx better
0: Halle berry just because <laughs> i want her care if her character was a real person i would really like
1: it but yeah, yeah the yeah. way it was in the film Fantasy. was like oh god um okay so sorry i'm number, such a tangent we'll no, talk no, no, through no, with you no. it's, <laughs> it's fine i'm upset number with this movie two. My number two. Oh pick, wait, we or, didn't. Do Did um, we even
0: say what Halle Berry's swim outfit was? I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. Well, we mentioned
1: it. It's um, a yeah, the, the orange, orange swimsuit. Yeah,
0: bikini. <laughs> yeah, yes. and Basic uh, with the white triangle.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. triangle bikini. Um, with a white and, belt yeah. and a so, a knife in it. I think yeah. it's a knife. Um, yeah, it is. This is. Um, Basically a throwback to Ursula Ander- Andress's, uh, you know, Dr. No, the very first like Bond girl scene ever where she comes out of the ocean in the white bikini, um, all sexy, yeah, girl. and they kind of re- recreated it with Halle Berry and the orange. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's a s- just beautiful, simple bikini by Irez. Oh, really? Um, I love. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they do like super awesome basic swimwear and mm-hmm. uh, lingerie too. So uh, good choice. I love it. I actually did love that. Um, I'd wear that today. I'd wear that in a decade, two decades ago. I I did like it, but my pet peeve about it, I wish it was, I wish it was all black. I just want to see that in a black. Yeah. Like I, I I think the orange matches like the brightness of the movie, like the whole color palette of the movie Mm -hmm. and like all the other outfits that she wears are so bright. Um, So it suits, but I, I thought, yeah, I just, and a sexy all-black bikini would have been hot with a white belt. That's mm. all
0: cool. You know, my impression of the costumes are the opposite of yours. I feel like they were all so dark and monotone.
1: Mm. I oh. mean,
0: there were some pops, some, of course.
1: Yeah, I, I think I, yeah, there. I guess I'm thinking focusing specifically on like a couple Halle Berry looks, but yeah. um, I know them. But, yeah, the rest are, yeah, like the Iceland scenes. Yeah, we'll get to it. But,
0: you know, they're so 90s. Everything else is brightly colored. Like, the lasers are all neons. The machines <laughs> are all bright. And yes. so, it, you know, the
1: movie's get schizophrenic.
0: Lasers.
1: Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so my number two is in the fencing scene, Madonna's leather <gasps> corset.
0: That's my number two.
1: Ah, uh, yay. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about it. I liked that it's all the work that went into that yes. uh leather corset like beautiful piece seeming leather it's like glued to her body basically it has like the corset-y lacing up the back which is beautiful mm-hmm. it's like almost a turtleneck i guess a mock neck you'd say mm-hmm. and then it has a little bit of like i think maybe she's wearing like a mesh tank top underneath cuz mm-hmm. it looks like it has slightly mesh sleeves yeah and
0: i like that they something. stick out they mm-hmm. stick out like maybe an inch and a half more than yeah. the actual I mean, even just like a, it's like alligator skin. It looks like it's like a mock neck alligator skin corset. I've never even seen a corset that covers the cleavage area.
1: I don't Mm. think until this. Yeah. This is like a full high. Yeah. It's so cool. cool. It's like armor. Um, So the the person who made or the design duo that made this is Mm -hmm. Whitaker Malem and they, uh, I, this is my first time finding out about them, but I researched and they had, they did the Wonder Woman <gasps> outfit, like the Wonder Woman on Gal Gadot, her outfits, like <gasps> the, yeah, amazing leather work. Right. Yeah. And also like bat, the bat suit in the Christopher Nolan movies, the, oh, cool. um, Captain America, like Aquaman, Troy, every like action warrior type leather um body armor type things that they have you know in action movies yeah. they've done basically damn that's great she has a yeah, matching leather cool. glove
0: too that's very cool it's oh, also yeah, like yeah, lace yeah. up and yeah love that i'm just staring at the outfit that was one outfit i legitimately loved like nothing yeah. about this film fantastic
1: <laughs> yeah and her role in it i can't believe she's in the movie first of all yeah. um i actually yeah. think
0: she I, her role isn't great I love Madonna. She did not act that well in it. No. (laughs) However, I mean, nobody did in this movie, so I'm not really giving her too much. Yeah, it kind of fits with the
1: rest of the movie. (laughs) It's with the rest of the movie. It's fine. (laughs) But
0: I loved, (laughs) I had so many things to say after this. I watched it. Steve sat next to me when I watched it. Steve is my boyfriend. Uh And he, I just kept shouting things out to him. (laughs) And one thing I said to him, I was like, I, I I remember at this time during those albums and those type of songs that were coming out of Madonna's like I just have like a memory from connecting it to those songs of this era in time of Madonna and I remember thinking that media was kind of treating her as though she's this like really intense tough like almost too aggressive mm. kind of being like I don't know. I just had that feeling about her all the time. And you can see it. Like, she portrays it. Like, in this role, she's, like... Yeah. She's been strong as shit since forever. And she got really toned and muscular at this time and everything. But but in hindsight, I'm, like, oh, my God. Thank God she was like that. Like, she was one of the only people standing her ground against this disgusting culture of, like, just fucking over women. Like, even Halle Berry, like you just said, who won... The Oscar and everything mm-hmm. still had to submit to a role like this to keep her career afloat. Yeah, because what that did she do
1: after this, Catwoman? And Catwoman,
0: <laughs> we should do Catwoman. Actually, we need to because the costumes are something to talk about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also told
0: Steve that I wanted to hug Halle Berry and send her flowers after watching this movie, <laughs> because I feel like I realized that, and I was like, man, and she's black on top of it. Like the amount of the amount of just having forced submission she's probably experienced in oh, her life that we're yeah. seeing like firsthand, not even hidden away stuff that I'm sure she's experienced like stuff that we are seeing on screen completely condoned by the entire industry is like insane. I just want to like clap for her for a thousand <laughs> years. Like I cannot yeah. believe she flourished Thank in that. Thank you
1: taking that. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely was able to like get through it. <clears throat> My gosh. Yeah. 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 Yep, number. So that was your number two, also. Yeah, number three. (laughs) Number three for me. I skipping over all the Iceland stuff. Basically, I liked. um, They were basically leaving Iceland. It is Jinx's beige, beige like fur sweater or sweater and vest that she's wearing. I'm not sure okay. exactly, but it looks cozy. It's, it's after just... Iceland
0: when they have gone back to North Korea or whatever.
1: Bef- like right before that. It's like their like ba- breakdown scene when they come back to like their CIA and MI6. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Got their, it. Their debriefing scene, I guess. And um, she's wearing, it's just like a mock neck fur, only on the cha- on the bodice part is fur. Mm-hmm. And then the sleeves are like, just looks like a simple sweater. It'll look cozy.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Very two thousands. I remember yeah, owning something very similar. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It wasn't uh, cute. You don't need to. You're like about. not really. <laughs> I tried, but it wasn't successful. Again, on this movie, like great. That's kind of all we got to say. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is your number, Tris? <sighs> Here's where it gets rough because I was. I did actually like the swimsuit, and I did actually like Madonna's look. And after that, it gets really blurry.
1: I know. <laughs> you have to pick. I know I have to pick. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. It's when it's Miranda Frost, her outfit, when she's like, fens- she's like sword fighting with Jinx, um, yes. Halle Berry's character. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I think it's when they're on that. Is it an airplane? Mm-hmm. It's some, mm-hmm. like a 747 or something. It's huge. Yeah. And uh, I mean that outfit though like she just comes out of nowhere yeah (laughs) she comes out of nowhere in a bra and pants by the way yeah um great oh cool um and so story-wise it's really weird she really comes
1: out of nowhere yeah (laughs) literally and she's just in a bra like what there's no purpose for it it, well, it, okay, so this or is my you me. thinking is. behind it. My logic is because she's got these cute little Adidas on, too. Mm-hmm. And um, it looks like maybe she was training because it, this bra is a little bit sporty. But yeah. the pants,
0: I don't know, the maybe pants, if it has stretch like, in it. But they're like fencing pants, I think.
1: Yeah, I, it is. And they have, like, slits in the front so you can see the sneakers, too, which I thought was a nice little detail. <gasps> oh, I didn't um, notice that. So I, I imagine, okay, she was training and this is what she trains in um right. but i it was sports bra ish it was more structured but it was like yeah it was really cool look like yeah i thought i love the bra um and it's like a halter with uh, i think like a couple different textures of fabric which is also kind of cool it has like mesh on the cups and then oh, or like a wow. layered mesh how did you
0: see all that did you find i couldn't find it there, when i was googling do i use the wrong words
1: maybe if you I look up miranda Frost. It poster because they did these character posters where she's wearing that outfit you can see very clear shots of it oh oh it's really cool
0: now i can see it so clearly
1: yeah and it has like a little cut
0: out on the side and Um, the back is cut out too it's like two straps quite a bit far apart from each other Mm -hmm. this
1: bra i love actually i do too i do too i just thought it Um, was really
0: awkward story wise it was (laughs) and she has one big long glove on which i thought was so cool but it's almost like i mean If there was some sort of deleted scene, it would make me happier because I feel like they're really, I don't know if I would suspend disbelief for this, that she's like,
1: hanging out in this bra. Um,
0: (laughs) But, but I like the outfit. I like the outfit.
1: Yeah, I do. I like the outfit too. And um, I actually like that scene. Um, Mm -hmm, Me too. That's one of my more favorite parts of the movie is you know jinx as this like american badass with the two knives i thought that was really cool she looked great and um and miranda frost is like the fencing champion with her sword mm-hmm. yeah i was Very also cool. thinking when she came out i was like oh uh she just was playing with like a medieval sword uh for a while
0: earlier or where's <laughs> yeah. that
1: coming from <laughs> miranda <laughs> well there the plane had like a whole training facility with like samurai swords and like Yeah, all the swords in there. So I assumed, yeah.
0: I'm sure that's Uh, what the truth is meant to be. Yeah. (laughs) I normally am a little bit kinder with movies, I will say. I don't know if it's because this grossed me out so much that I'm being a little harder on it. But I think also, (laughs) like, filmmaking-wise, they really didn't, you know you can really subtly set these things up like just have a few more references in dialogue or like oh for shots that showcase those things in the background even like and then just give us more of a sense of that's what this is about then I would believe it more like it's actually it's not too hard
1: not that I've directed a feature film
0: narrative before
1: yeah they just like focus too hard on like putting in the puns and the one-liners and like all that and then not at all on the structure of the story or like yeah setting like you know setting things up like you said
0: yeah anyway so there's that outfit and I loved her hair with that Uh, we hadn't seen her hair like really down super Mm -hmm. down yet like it was Mm -hmm. always a little too styled and that one felt much more free and I loved it yeah yeah that's true yes so that
1: that was also my number four so so you should do your number four now
0: okay I I picked Bond James Bond uh, James Bond's um camo jacket oh okay i I don't love it on him i don't love the way it's set up i don't love that he has this weird furry (laughs) collar that she doesn't have and it's like really the whole thing freaks me out but generally speaking (laughs) if i was like at a thrift store because it's also a korean uh army jacket or it's supposed to be and so all the insignia is in korean
1: which Uh, is really cool looking north korean okay
0: so maybe not that cool but (laughs) <laughs> at least it, it looks a little bit more interesting because it's not something you'd see every day. I thought it would be the type of jacket that I would like and I would want to own for me, mm-hmm. and for that reason, I chose it. But I don't really love the way it works in the film. So okay, <laughs> just
1: terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're really yeah. You're like fish trying to trying to find something to love at this point. It's um, hard. So my number five then is. Halle Berry's tank top and military cargo pants that she's wearing yes! in that fighting scene. <laughs> that
0: was another one of my options. It just felt so basic to me that I was like, am I it allowed is. to choose this?
1: Yeah, it was pretty basic. But it's Listen, like, that might as well be my fives. Let's just talk about that. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's she's wearing it in like a pivotal moment, so I yep. think it can totally count. Um, but she looks great in it. Like, I mean, she it's very basic, does. but... She looks awesome. She looks ready to fight and she looks badass in those mm-hmm. boots and like in very American fighting style, I feel like. And then mm-hmm. like contrasted with her, the other girls, like more uptight British, British look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I liked it. It also reminded me of like Destiny's Child. I'm a Survivor uh-huh. song that was out around that 100%. time. Yeah.
0: So I mean, that was a look at that time. I owned yeah. that exact look. Yes. I had the pants me I had the too. shoes. I had the yep. shirt. Yeah, I I think Kim Kardashian wore that like two years ago.
1: (laughs) So it's not gone.
0: Camo made a huge comeback. I think, what was it? Like about two years ago, two or three years ago. Probably.
1: So this is like one of the most timeless looks in the whole movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very, very It's cyclical at least. It's maybe not always in fashion, but you better believe it's going to be right back there in fashion any day now. Yeah, and I love it. I'm in. I love it too. I love a nice wife beater and I love a nice like, camo pant or at least a pant that's not uber skin tight that's like
1: yeah like some
0: fit to it yeah yeah okay collective honorable mentions would be I was intrigued by the outfit that the diamond face guy (laughs) was wearing while he was torturing Halle Berry
1: (laughs) yes it was like the big coat thing yeah big like shaft style coat well not that long but uh, it well, it month? had, like, a big hood, I think, right? You saw a shot it of him something. From the I the mean, back.
0: I or... did like all the collars in this movie, Yeah, th- the ones that yeah. stood straight up. Like, there was mm-hmm. a lot of cool-looking collar mm-hmm. stuff. In a lot of the films, like, uh, marketing, I'm seeing James Bond in what's, I think, is his, like, second official outfit in the movie, um, where it's, like, a leathery, it's a lot more khaki coloring, like, browns and... and khakis and stuff. Uh-huh. And like the jacket, the pants as well. And then okay. it's it's like the jacket and pants are a lighter, let me look it up exactly, like a khakiish color and then underneath he has another jackety thing or like a collared something that's brown. I think it's leather. And then mm-hmm. he has a shirt underneath that. And they are, have a lot of marketing material with that. But and I was almost going to choose that outfit cuz I like that outfit pretty much.
1: Oh, he, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you You know it.
0: About. And he wears it in the beginning of the movie, but mm-hmm. Right away, they show that he's wearing it because he's wearing the identical outfit that the, mm-hmm. the like bad guy's wearing. Yeah, and he's trying to like switch places with him or the one of the diamond dealer guy. Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, but that's not even really his style. Yeah. But I guess I should have kept it anyway. I didn't You're like right that or- they used it in all the marketing material because I'm like, that's not even
1: James. Yeah, that's true. I'm too invested. Um, yeah, uh, James Bond's outfit in this uninspired. Like, he, I mean, this era of James Bond, too, I know that um, they were going for, like, the, like, businessman sort of attire. So, like, (laughs) his suits are very, like, they were, like, they were trying to, they they were basically envisioning him as a spy that can, like, blend in with the top business executives around Mm -hmm. Europe. And they accomplished that. Like, he's very standard to me. True. Um, Very true. All that, yeah. So I didn't really particularly love any of his suits. Um, There's, like, a scene where he wears, like, a brown linen suit when he's breaking into, like, the Cuba facility. Um, But he's got, like, this dark shirt underneath. I thought it should go with a white shirt. And Mm -hmm. it would have looked a little bit crisper. And, yeah. So just overall uninspired. I unfortunately agree. Yeah. But as an honorable mention... um, Yes. Please. (laughs) Oh my God, Jinx has some horrible dresses in this. Yes. And um, but before she gets into that horrible dress, oh wait, before what?
0: before we move on to that, we didn't finish the bad guy's outfit because what was cool about it wasn't just the jacket; it was a he had like a a puff coat oh, vest man. underneath that was like reflective in a very nineties way.
1: Oh my God, I didn't even notice that.
0: Yeah, and I mean that it was, was mildly outfit. reflective. Yeah, it's like yeah. that kind of like gray silver that's reflective mm-hmm. to light. Like gunmetal ish, yeah, steel sort of. Yes. Yeah, okay. he had a vest like that with this big old cool collar on. It just looked very matrixy. Um, yeah, and it was really cool. I thought, although the cut cool. at the bottom, I didn't like because it kept bubbling it to make him look kind of pregnant. But <laughs> you know, you win some, you lose okay. some.
1: So there's a scene where um, the Halle Berry arrives at the Ice Palace, and she's got like a black leather outfit on, um, and it's. I didn't notice it in the movie, but I looked it up later, and she's wearing, actually, this Gianni Versace, so it must be vintage at that point, Gianni Versace um, fringed leather jacket that is open back and has that what? same crisscrossing, yeah, you need to look it up, but the back is, yeah, it's just a lace-up back, so it's completely open, but on top oh of that, there's fringe God. on the hem and the sleeves, and it's a lot, but it's it was of the time, I guess, and it is a look. Um, <laughs> it is a look. <laughs> it is a look. But I appreciate it. I thought that it was actually visually interesting. But you don't even notice that in the movie. So I don't know if. It's
0: you literally, they don't show it in the movie. I was looking so closely to see the rest of that outfit. When she got out in it, I was like, potential. Because you just see like the top, the neck. Mm-hmm. It's like, it has potential. Let but me they see the don't rest. See anything else. They yeah. did not even show that it was a skirt.
1: Yeah. Wow. yeah and um a couple other things to note um apparently fendi supplied all the furs in like the iceland scenes so mm. there was a special thanks to them that's um nice. Brosnan you, suits Cindy. are all brioni and the pink crystallized dress that Allie jerry's Binks. honorable yeah. mention that's a Mary's <laughs> honorable mention oh god it's terrible It's It's terrible,
0: but it is interesting, at least, which I will give it back. It is exactly. I wanted to look more.
1: Yeah, I I did, exactly. I'm happy that it's in the movie, but man, it's weird. And that was designed by Donatella Versace and Lindsay Hemming, I think, together.
0: Uh, It's very uh, 2003 Donatella Versace. (laughs)
1: It is, it is, it is.
0: No shame, but not (laughs) incredible. It's like a pinkish color. It looks so different in different lights. So it looks a little bit purplish at times. Yeah. Looks a little pinkish at other times. That kind of tone. It's a lighter hue, it, like a paler
1: it hue. looks like a pretty hot pink. To oh, me. really? Like yeah. Like fuchsia. if you look up the
0: pictures, you'll see such a range. There is a range of how yeah. it shows up. Um, it did look pinker in their shots, but I yeah. Interesting, because that scene did feel a little bluer, but maybe it wasn't bluer toned. Okay irrelevant um it was it's like a it's a two-piece i believe right it looks like it's two piece. when she moves the top half looks seems like it separates from the bottom just a little
1: oh i think yeah it's two i pieces. assumed it was one but you're it could be right yeah oh. i'm pretty oh, sure it's two. you could be right yeah yeah uh, but it obviously two
0: pieces that look like one piece is what it is yeah. and the bottom part is a skirt starting from like the hip bone down that to the floor. 2002 low
1: rise. Yeah. 2002
0: low. It's a little higher than I expected. I kind of would have expected a little lower, to be honest. <laughs> but but all right. They're giving us like a more average thing. And uh, it, it looks like there's like fabric wrapped around her butt. And on the butt part, there's just this massive amount of like V-shaped <laughs> pointed downward um, crystals. Cle- like, yeah. like silver crystally. y Stuff. just a patch of it like it I can't even, even like... tell what it is yeah. Yeah, it's like a big it would be a big square but somebody just basically pulled a string through the center and now it's all a little v-shaped
1: yeah literally um, just on her butt and then the rest of the ju- the rest of the dress and the top part has or the rest of the skirt and the top part has um just spots of crystals like mm-hmm. dotting it so it's yeah
0: which looks like yeah. in the pictures it looks like it's like an overlay fabric that's just like uh uh more like, how do you call this? It's like, um, not a knit material, but it looks like it's loosely knitted and there are sparkles in it, and that's laid on top, mm. kind of like a beach cover up or something.
1: Mm, I don't know, but I'm sure there's a name me, it, for it, almost fabric. like a waffle knit, like yeah, something, that's maybe something like that, yeah, but with crystals, that, like yeah, made but of but with crystals. With crystals,
0: yeah. And the, it looks like there is a little silver. Patch matching the butt patch in the front, but in much the smaller, end.
1: yeah, basically, and On harder to vagina. notice, Almost. yeah, like
0: I got a pee, I got a poop,
1: here's where you <laughs> center your eyes
0: exactly Easy.
1: um <laughs> the top the, half the top half, yeah, the top half is a high neck, uh it was I think what you call like an American neck, um it's oh, basically really? like the the where the sleeve portion cuts into your neck, so I like it's, that it's like me too, that's American my favorite part neck. of this, me too. Um, and then the back of the top half is uh, the two crystal straps that um, basically come down into a V to the center of her back and then drape more crystals to the sides, connecting to the front of the top. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of crystal. So the entire back
0: is like crystally, crystally. Yeah, uh, and open. F- it looks like the shape, like the front, the very bottom of the top half in the front has a little, it goes to a little V point as well, like a subtle V. And it looks just very much like all of those 90s and 2000s tops that just tie on in the back. Yeah. It like so has, oh, we tried to do a fancy, elegant nightgown, nightgown, not nightgown, evening wear version (laughs) (laughs) of that
1: dress. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It is that style. I mean, I can imagine myself really liking it in 2003. I don't know if I did or didn't, but I could imagine myself liking it. I do not like it now.
1: It's too much color, too fuchsia. <laughs> the
0: fuchsia is maybe my
1: favorite part. Yeah, the rest yeah. Is like, I'm not mm. a pink girl, so yeah, that's, my that's true. Only that's thing. me. That's yeah. very
0: me. We would disagree there.
1: But agreed that it was interesting to look at. Like true. So mm-hmm. yeah, happy so that it was something. in there. I called it her ice prom dress. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's like a prom dress. So by by prom. it Versace. is so
0: fucking prom. <laughs>
1: Even Miranda Frost's outfit in that scene was also pretty promy. Everything it was like a so one shoulder with like crystals draped down the one shoulder neckline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked very beaded. I don't yeah, know if it was, was, but it, it was like full. S- yep. Beaded or something. Small sparklies.
0: I don't know if this is an honorable mention, but just a mention that Halle Berry's full leather outfit, it's like a maroonish color. Mm-hmm. I just, the tailoring on that made me. What? Oh,
1: good. I was going to say, did you like it or not? No. I mean, I
0: I would like it if it was tailored well, I think, which is the most, I mean, if it didn't look like pleather and if it was tailored better, I think I would potentially like
1: it. They even call out the tailoring. She's like, pretty nicely tailored or something like that. Hope it doesn't shrink. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like,
0: this is a pun. This must be a joke. <laughs> this is a joke. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't like it either. And also, I'm so over like and I don't know if this is just 2020 me. I don't know if like 2002 me would have said the same thing, but really over the full leather cat suit like oh. look on action girls. Um, I don't uh, know. I think it You're was, probably uh,
0: more over it than me cuz I like to wear weird things, but thinking of <laughs> it as classy, I think the world is over that. Yeah, thinking of it cause... as like weird or like you know, a musician can perform in it. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. in the movie too, like with the belt, and um, I I just think like when a guy is like thinking, oh, what's sexy? A woman in a full leather suit, yeah. and this is not and sexy. It's not, yeah,
0: that's what I think. Um, I'm like I'm I have no discredit to the costume designer because based on seeing the film, I'm sure she. I, I just feel like she probably had to stick to some pretty certain rules about what needed mm-hmm. to be showing or shown all the time and yeah. probably like, all right, well, she just did her best with that and it being 2003
1: yeah. or 2002 or yeah. whatever. So should we pick our um, oh, outfits God. to take home and one to drop? <sighs> okay. Do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this was very hard, but mm. I think I'm going to have to go with Madonna's leather corset is the one I'll pick mm-hmm that's me too um, yeah just it's the most interesting but also really beautifully made i actually love it i would wear I it i do too today i do too yeah so madonna's corset both of us are taking all yes right. mm-hmm. and then the one to drop oh god like half the wardrobe in this morning. i'm just
0: dropping the whole rest i'm dropping <laughs> yeah, everything exactly else. period totally it's um, our show but if, we can make the rules
1: yeah but but I did write like if I have to pick maybe the leather cat suit the <laughs> maroon yeah it's also but like, also like such a
0: repeat because she wears that it other leather right, thing yeah. like give us something more interesting it's all zip up kind of mock necky mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah but also like Miranda Frost's whole wardrobe except for her last bra and pants look was pretty uninspiring
0: you know yeah agreed. Do you know what's interesting? I almost put on my list. Miranda Frost has her own like custom version of her fencing outfit. And it looks like it's probably really cool and like corseted like Madonna's. But Mm -hmm. she's hiding behind the man the whole time and I can't see it. It would have been on my list if I could see. I just felt like I'm not even I'm not even allowed to claim it because I'm making up what it looks like. Yeah.
1: I did almost put one of the fencing outfits on the list and then I looked rewatched that scene. I was like, Oh, the men's fencing outfits look horrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was bad. Well, um but hers outfits. hers looked better for sure. So that is our outfit picks. There they are. What is your overall feeling about the Bond girls in this movie? I guess we kind of covered that. Um <laughs> Yeah, we kind of uh, covered poor it. Poor dialogue, yeah. Poor dialogue,
0: poor treatment of women, poor attitudes toward women, poor... I mean, really, I mean, when I, I do a lot of work on, in my life, in my outside of this podcast life, like, I make a lot of empowerment-oriented documentaries and talking about yeah, um, w- women's equality and things like that. So I have a good amount of this in my force field i guess like i hear about these things a lot um and i'm pretty educated in that area i just finished a film called nevertheless a documentary that we we interviewed so many experts on sexual harassment and just all things equal rights and like especially legal details that are very mind-spinning um and after watching this movie it just like (laughs) It's so bad on so many levels. It's not like, I mean, even when we watch that older, what was the older one we watched just recently with, um. Oh, A View to a Kill. A View to a Kill. Even yeah. A View to a Kill, which takes place in like, oh God. 84 or around
1: something there. like 86, that. 84. Yeah,
0: mid 80s. Mid 80s. There are little moments where it's like, ooh, that's not great. But also it's the 80s and, and it's really not that bad. It feels very normal for the mindset of, of the '80s, not to excuse it, but this movie, even though it was made in 2003, and that is in the past, it wasn't made in 1929. It was made I in know 2003 feel, or yeah, 2002. I'm not sure. It's out
1: of its time. It's like, absolutely think, not acceptable. Period. I, yeah. In my opinion, that so yeah, I agree. Like. I think they try to justify it with... Well, well, whatever. I don't have to make excuses for them. No, but it'd be interesting because you do know a lot
0: more about these films and the culture behind them and the articles written about them than I do. Please. Yeah,
1: well, this actually... This is one of the things, like, you know, it is totally misogynistic and... Mm -hmm. um, But what I was going to say about like trying to justify it is, well, the women had, and you know, every time they make a new Bond movie, the women that are casted as the Bond women are like, she's a different kind of Bond girl. She, my girl can do, she's basically um, the female James Bond is what Halle Berry said about her role because she's like a CIA agent, which they also tried to spin off into a separate series of jinx yeah as her own um which they wanted to, i only found out recently in an interview somewhere where they wanted her character their set of movies to be like darker more born um born identity-ish oh. <laughs> which would have been really interesting because this is like so not that um and then like or like her character is not and alias and stuff came out and they were like oh, oh yeah. it's already done yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was gonna have uh, Halle Berry as Jinx, and then Michael Madsen, the uh, their CIA guy, basically her boss in that movie. As like, oh god, yeah, them. I know, it I hated wacky. him. Wacky. He I was the, the most loved to... out of place thing in he... this movie to me.
0: This whole movie just felt like we know it's a film based on British stuff, but like Americans are so much better than the British, so yeah. let's really emphasize that. Meanwhile, oh, I'm watching god. it, being like, what? And I'm thinking back to 2003, and I'm like. In 2003, that was, like, a year before our president had a shoe thrown at him. Like, I was not thinking America was cool at all. I was like, are you joking? Maybe, yeah. This they were stuff sucks. To, yeah. Like, who um, made this movie? <laughs> How yeah. are they allowed to think the way they were thinking
1: and broadcast it in such a huge platform? I was oh, just shocked. Yeah. yeah. It was, I don't know where, who okayed so many of these things. Um, yeah. But I think even all the, a lot of the, the people that were involved in making this movie agree that it's kind of it's it's the worst one yeah <laughs> yeah but but yeah uh, so what i was gonna say though is yeah the women so like jinx um she can fight but a lot of the previous bond girls could too so yeah but then there was a good action scene between the two girls but that also feels like male fantasy like oh 100%. you see some hot chicks and like half you know mm-hmm. in there like, was broth- nothing stuff
0: women fight. can fight but there was nothing real about the fight between them or nothing that like do you know what I mean it's a movie so of course it's not real but nothing was emotionally felt real there was no storyline to make things make sense nothing worked in a real way
1: with mm. the women in these
0: films it all just felt like 100 yeah. percent fantasy placement
1: fantasy fantasy is the is the tone of this whole movie Absolutely. fantastical fantasy everything <laughs> fantasy yeah
0: like even, do you remember the scene in the end? It's so easy to forget this one. There's a, a random scene, completely random, did not need to be in the film um, scene at the end where Money Penny, like James Bond oh, comes back yes. and Money Penny sees him and just walks up to him and they just start making out and he throws everything off her desk and she lays back on it and he's like opening her shirt and like they're about to like get into it, do all yeah. the sex. And then she wakes up and she's using these like these glasses the VR, yeah, yeah like basically the... she's using a vr thing that plays out anything she wants to do in vr and uh q is like watching her like what what are you doing <laughs> and You're she right. just she's like so hot and bothered and she comes out of it like oh my gosh it was so intense for me and like okay, I, so it was her yeah. fantasy the whole time like come on i did think
1: that was pretty funny though <laughs>
0: I mean, it was. And, if the rest of the movie wasn't the way it was, if it was like, oh, she's just a girl who's like that. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, because you know the whole thing between Bond and Moneypenny is like she. They always had this like flirty back and forth, and like right. in the earlier ones, it was like she couldn't get him um, when she wanted to, and then in this era, like in Pierce Brosnan era, it's a lot of her shutting him down, and like. Um, of uh, course, you know, it is. That's at, what everything advances. is with yeah. James Bond. In
0: this movie. <laughs> the girl shuts but, him down, and
1: he. Yeah. Like, rape culture, her. Rape culture's her. So go ahead. <laughs> no, but it was totally uh, unnecessary, absolutely. But it still made me laugh. <laughs> um, um, okay, go you, ahead. <laughs> no, one random fact that I found out while doing this. Did you know that the villain guy, Toby Stevens, is Maggie Smith's son? Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that either. I, did, I do think he's a good actor. I like him, but... Um, bad role. Bad role. What I thought about <laughs> halfway through the
0: movie I was watching James Bond interact with the villain. I don't even remember his name. What's his name? Gustav Graves. Gustav Graves. They kept calling him Graves, right? Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> well, actually he's a North Korean guy and he's just <laughs> switched his identity, yeah, which is a whole other problem. Cor- yeah, Korean name is Colonel... It's tan, sun, moon. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's like they couldn't make up their mind. Jesus uh, Christ! Can well, I also say that? Like, yeah, it was bad.
0: That's a whole nother layer of terrible in this movie. That they're they're literally showing people trying to change their DNA from anything else to white. Yeah, and I know it's that's like right. always it's to subtle. White. It's subtle that's because weird. in that's the bad. setting, it's like it could be that they're just changing their. In in the movie, in the, it's saying they're just changing their identity, period, genetically and becoming another gene structure. It's not saying that you have to change it to white, but everyone in the film is not white and changing it to white. So it's like very fucked up, in fact. That's,
1: yeah, that feels like just the writers being just lazy and thinking, oh, yeah, just white, make them white. I mean, that's
0: the excuse for a lot of this stuff, but it's not really <laughs> an excuse, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, you know, Harvey Weinstein just got, what was it, 30 oh, years in prison? So, years. you know, yeah, the world sometimes. is changing. When I was watching James Bond and the villain, like halfway through the movie, I started thinking, I started thinking about them, and I think they were acting the exact same way. They're the same guy, except the, f- the movie is suggesting that we react toward the villain, seeing how he's acting, and we don't like him. And it's suggesting that, seeing the way James Bond is acting, we should like him, like literally oh through God. the
1: character's reactions, we should like that's him. Funny that you say that. So I think that the actor that played the villain did want to basically embody. Like I think even the character wants to kind of be James Bond. Like yeah, they say that he, later. He
0: says he models oh. his his DNA oh. change after James Bond, and that's meant to re- have to do with oh, actions. Okay. As I well. forgot that line. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's so. good that you were feeling it either way yeah so that's totally
1: that but you're right it's like i mean if you just swapped faces james bond could have played the villain and vice versa
0: yeah you could have swapped the characters in the in the film and it would have been which is so fucked up (laughs) like all, all these actions they have are just like it's just constantly disregarding people like throughout the film i i this movie actually made me question how I feel about Pierce Brosnan, although I know it's not him. It's just the character, but I'm like struggling to separate. He's not proud of it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good. That makes me feel a lot better, but like, um, who does he treat well in this movie? I can't, I mean, maybe Uh, one of the villains he treats M like shit. He disrespects her. He talks down to her the whole time. And she's supposed to be his like superior who's super respected and fucking incredible. Like look what she handles throughout the entire world. Um, and he treats her like shit. And then he talks to Q and the whole running joke with him and Q is like, you're really annoying and I hate this, but take uh-huh. my new tools. Like, what? No, stop treating him like shit. He's helping you and giving you stuff like that's just not acceptable. Maybe the Cuban guy. And that's oh, he it? treats the Cuban guy well. <laughs> exactly. So we're just back to like a Sopranos vibe. Like if somebody feels like a mob boss, you'll treat them well. and that's oh, it. Yeah, yeah
1: that's that's what
0: that's what my problem with the american american like head of i don't know cia Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. why he bothered me is he just felt like he was straight out of the sopranos and i'm like that doesn't even feel accurate it doesn't feel well placed even yeah yep so out of place from a different so weird to see him in that movie so weird he's like he's he seemed like sloppy and he had a I yeah. don't know. I'm like, exactly. you're not in charge of the world and like running a million Sluffy things. be
1: American, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think
0: they respected him as well. Like, none of that makes any sense. <laughs> Those aren't the people to respect in this film. Well, I guess in the the structure of the film, he is someone to respect, so that's nice, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep, And yeah, that's, <laughs> that's this movie. Pretty disrespectful and all over the place. Pretty shitty. Outfits are generally not great
0: but we can say the most incredible thing about this movie is it really did leave me feeling so fantastic seeing the way the where the way the where seeing where the world is today and how we've developed yeah 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 totally. I could not be it's, more proud we have progressed yeah and recognizing how much I didn't notice how bad this film was back then but I do now and just that evolution and I'm not the only one who's obviously in that position Ugh. Really makes me proud. Thankful. Yeah, for that. (laughs) Makes me thankful, makes me proud. It makes me. It just makes me so happy. It really does.
1: (laughs) So I feel good. That's a good (laughs) note to end on. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, thank you for making this movie, but it
0: was not for us. Not anymore. It can go. Not anymore. Yeah. I'm sure it played a part in evolution and. Mm-hmm, All right, well thank you guys for listening. We'll see, see you. you next time. will hear us next time. yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye Okay, bye. <laughs>